morning, everyone. Sorry about that. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. Had a little technical difficulty there for a moment, but all is well, and we are here live. It has been a couple of weeks. I have been on holidays. Uh, so here we are, and we're getting into the Word of God and um, I pray that you are well and you had a good couple of weeks and um, you're ready to join me in getting into some devotionals today. So welcome everyone who is watching. Welcome to those who are listening on the podcast. So glad that you have joined as well. Um, please write your name in the comments. Let me know uh, who you are, where you're watching from, all that jazz. I love to watch that. That's kind of interesting to see. Good morning. Oh, Pam is on and she is leaving soon for sunny California. Her daughter is uh, officially getting, not officially, but getting married. She got officially married. Uh, you know, the whole COVID thing. So now she's having her her um, actual celebration in her dress. Good morning, everyone. Look at everybody out there. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. I'm super excited. Good morning from Italy. I love when people are coming from other countries. That's so cool. We welcome everyone. I'm so excited that you are all here this morning. Wow. Everybody's bright and shiny, waking up, good to go. Hello. Hello. We are going to get into the word. It's been a couple of weeks, so I'm excited to be with you all this morning. So thank you for joining here live and thank you for joining on the podcast. Um, so I've got my coffee mug today. This is my <coughs> Wonder Woman mug. Oh goodness, I just got a tickle in my throat. <coughs> Pardon me, let me take a little sip. I just need coffee, that's what I need. <laughs> My Wonder Woman mug, and this is in celebration because tonight is our Capes and Tierras event. Uh, we have got kids coming with their families tonight for our family night, and we are doing um, a royalty with Capes and Tierras. So we have some princesses and some superheroes joining us tonight. It's going to be awesome. We've got some games. We've got uh, just an amazing Bible story that we're going to do with kids tonight. It's going to be a blast. Do some cake decorating. Um, if you have not registered and you want to come 6.30 p.m. to 8, you need to be here tonight. It's going to be super fun. So this is my Wonder Woman mug in honor of that. So I'm super excited for tonight. It's going to be a riot. It's going to be a riot. Okay, we are getting into the word today. And we are going to uh, take our scripture from John chapter 21. That is where we are going today. Now, this story is um, taken when Jesus was on the cross. He's now, uh, he was dead, buried, and then he was raised from the dead. And in that time when he was raised from the dead before he went into heaven, um, there was about 40 days that he literally hung out with the disciples, ate meals, you know, kind of just gave them some last words of encouragement. Um, and so this is in the time frame between the resurrection and the time that um, Jesus went ascended into heaven. Okay, so that's where this story timeline uh, is coming from. All right. So um, we're going to talk today about your will versus God's will. How many people out there, just let me know, maybe you don't want to admit it, just curious, uh, 
How many people out there? Oh, somebody's watching from Pakistan. Hello, Chris. So happy that you're here. I love when people are watching. Like, isn't social media incredible that we can reach people from so many different countries? It is unbelievable. Um, okay, so back to the story. How many people, if you want to admit it, if you choose to take the challenge, <laughs> how many people, thanks, my mug is for tonight, um, Capes and Tierras night. You need to get your daughter out, Denise, Capes and Tierras. We're going to have a riot, 6.30 tonight. Okay, how many people would like to admit that you have a control issue? Oh! <laughs> people want to admit that you have a control issue I see a whole lot of hearts going up there <laughs> how many people nobody oh we got a few that are admitting when you have to be in control and things have oh my goodness look at all those emojis coming up here me 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 oh! <laughs> I'm dying right now because I didn't think anybody would admit it how many people are having, you know, you struggle with letting go. You have to do things your way. It has to be done a certain way um, at a certain time. Um, oh, I'm bravo to all of you for admitting it. I'm so proud of you. Um, that is something that I have had to personally try to get over um, because you know, doing a church plant, I mean, you, you just have to do so many things on your own. And then when you start to get people who are engaged and want to help out, it's really hard to let go and let people just do and, and, and be okay with it. Not turning out the way you had in your mind. Isn't that the biggest struggle ever? <laughs> like it's crazy. So I'm so proud of you for all saying, yes, I have control issues. So this is, this is for you guys. Okay. This is for me. This is for all of us who, who want to do things our way, who, when we know how things need to be done and we want to do it our way. Okay. I'm going to read you a story. Now, remember this is after Jesus uh, died on the cross, resurrected. That's where this story is. So even though the disciples knew Jesus, obviously they spent three years with him. Um, when he was resurrected, they didn't recognize him right away. He would have had, you know, a, a, on a purified body, um, you know, so, so they didn't necessarily, and maybe sometimes, you know, Jesus maybe, um, made it so that they wouldn't recognize him right away. But, but in this context, they didn't recognize him right away. Okay. So, uh, John 21 for all my control freaks out there <laughs> after Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the sea of Galilee, it happened this way. Simon, Peter, Thomas, uh, Nathaniel and, and the sons of Zebedee and two other disciples were together. Now, after Jesus resurrected from the dead, I'm just going to give you a little quick backstory. After Jesus was resurrected, uh, died on the cross, a lot of them were kind of like, ah, the disciples, like, what do we do now? They really kind of lost their way a little bit for a time. So rather than continuing on in the ministry that Jesus kind of prepared them to do, some of them went back to doing what they did before Jesus. Okay. So some of the disciples who were fishermen went back to fishing. Okay. So that's where we're picking up this story. 
Um, I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter said. He's kind of like, I don't even know, like Jesus is gone. Um, I'm just going to go back to fishing. I'm going back to fish, he said. So Simon Peter uh, told them that, and he said, we'll go with you. The disciples were like, okay, we're in. We, we don't know what to do. Jesus is gone. He's dead. He's on the cross. We, we're not sure. So that we're going back with you. So they went out and got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. So these are experienced fishermen. They know how to fish, okay? Some of you who are my control freaks out there, when you want to get something done, you know how to do it, right? You know exactly what to do. You know how to do it. So they went out, they got into the boat, and they caught nothing. So here we have these disciples who know how to fish. They've been doing this for years and years and years. They know exactly how to make it work, what to do, where to go, blah, 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 blah. And they fished all night long and got nothing, not one fish. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not recognize that it was Jesus, okay? He called out to them and he says, friends, hey, hey guys, do you got any fish out there? How's fishing going? Did you catch any fish? Tell me about the fish that you caught. And they were like, no, we didn't get any fish. And he said, Jesus said to them, verse six, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. I want to just park there just for a second because these are experienced fishermen. They know how to fish. And sometimes we kind of, you know, let's read between the lines. Let's bring it back into our brains, our humanness, because these guys were human, even though they were in the Bible, they're still human. Think about maybe, okay, I'm just going to like, just give you a maybe. They probably were thinking, who's the dude on the shore telling me to put my fishing net on the other side of the boat? Just let that resonate in your mind for a minute. <laughs> Imagine you are doing something, my control freaks, I'm talking to you. Imagine you doing something that you know how to do it. You've experienced, you are experienced, you know what to do, you know exactly how this needs to look, how this needs to go down, all the steps of how to make it happen. You know it all and you've been doing it and doing it and it's not working and some random dude is on the side of the beach saying, I think you should just throw your nets on the other side and then you'll catch fish. Like how many of us would be, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> How many of you control freaks out there would be like, I know what I'm doing. And if I just keep trying, it's going to work eventually. If I just keep going in this direction, sometime, some way, it's just going to work out. Because I know what I'm doing and I don't need to listen to anybody else to tell me how to do it. Oh, is this hurting anybody? Is this like causing you like a uh, in your gut? Let me know. I'd love to know. <laughs> okay. So some random guy, remember, they don't recognize that it's Jesus, tells them, you know what? Just throw your net on the other side. I'm sure you'll catch some fish. So anyways, it says that they, they uh, decided that they were going to do it. So they threw their nets on the right side of the boat. And um, no, they said no. No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did... They were unable to haul the net in because of the large amount of fish. Mic drop. When we listen to God's voice, stop doing it our way, 
and allow God to take over, the blessing that will come will blow your mind. They were doing something in their own capacity. First of all, when Jesus left them and he was raised from the dead, like he was, he, for three years, he's been pouring into them, giving them instruction on what he wants them. Fishers of men, he told them in the very beginning, I'm going to make you fishers of men. And that was their instructions. He wanted them to go and continue sharing the gospel. But instead, they went back to fishing. They went back to what they know. They went back to doing things that were comfortable. And... <laughs> And they went back to doing things that they could control, that made sense to them in their own minds. And here Jesus is like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not my plan for you. I want you to stop doing what you know. I want you to stop doing things the way you want to do it. I want you to stop to do things in your strength and your power and listen to me. Listen to God's voice, he's saying, and do it in his way and his instruction. Oh my goodness, am I? Tell me somebody, am I hitting a nerve today? (laughs) Mm. Sometimes we can go about doing things. It can be in ministry. It can be in our jobs. It can be in our homes. You know, sometimes we can be doing things and we're like running a treadmill and we're just, we're not getting anywhere. And we just are so adamant that it has to be done this way and the way that we think it. You know, look at, look at Sarah and Abraham where God promised them that they were going to have a baby. And, and they figured that God needed help. And so he took a concubine and had a child with Hagar. God doesn't need our help. He needs us to listen to him and stay on the path that he has directed for us and listen to his instructions, even though it sounds like something that is not um, the way that we would do it. Is anybody else, is this resonating with anybody today? I pray that it is. He wants to be the louder voice in our heads. He wants to be the one to lead us and guide us. He wants us to take our hands off, even though we think we know better, right? Remember Job, how God said to Job, did you create the world? Did you create the flowers? Did you, did you, did you? We didn't. And sometimes we need to just let go, even though it sounds ridiculous, even though it just doesn't make sense in our human brains. If we let go, the blessing that will come will be on what we can possibly ever think, dream, or imagine. So everyone, as you're listening today, I pray that this challenges you and encourages you today, that you will be willing to just take time, sit back and go, okay, God, I give up, (laughs) I tap out. I tap out and I let control go and I let you have control over my life. Lord, no matter how crazy it might sound, no matter how ridiculous, no matter how beyond, because we've been talking about our giftings and before a couple weeks ago, we talked about how, you know, God might call us to do something and we think we're not able or we don't believe that we have the giftings. No matter, get rid of all of those thoughts, get rid of them. Because when we allow God, you know, Jesus, take the wheel. Hello. <laughs> when we let God have control, the nets, the, they were so full that they were ripping. They were tearing. There was so much fish. The blessing was so great because they did it Jesus's way, not their own way. Remember, fishing all night long and got nothing. 
And the second they said, okay, we're going to listen to Jesus. We're going to do it this way. They caught so many fish. Scripture tells us that as soon as they did that and Peter recognized that it was Jesus, he ran out of the water and embraced Jesus. Now remember, this is after Peter just denied Christ. We're, we're, we're getting off topic a little bit here, but I just want to give context to the story. Um, so this was like a moment of forgiveness and completeness for Peter. He recognized that if he gives control back to the Lord, back to Jesus, and continue on the path that Christ ordained for them, the path was for them to be fishers of men, not fishers of fish. So God was directing them back on the path. I pray that this encourages everyone today. Please, please take time. Separate yourself, listen to God's voice, and allow him to be the louder voice and give him control. Thanks everyone for watching. If you've got any kids, come on out tonight. Capes and tiaras, don't miss out. It's going to be a riot. For those of you who are watching from Cedarview Church, make sure you remember that on Sunday, this Sunday, we have Cal Bombay Ministries. He's going to be preaching and we're going to be having a lunch afterwards. And what we need you guys to do is we need you to bring a salad or some veggies and some dessert. Come on out and enjoy a lunch with us and enjoy the ministry of Cal Bombay. Looking forward to all seeing you. December the 1st is our ladies event. Make sure you register cbchurch.com. Let's pray. God, thank you for this time. Thank you that we can come together through social media, across oceans, across miles and miles, and, and even just near and far, God, that you are here with us and you can join us all together. I thank you for your word. I thank you that blessings will come when we give you control. God, I pray for every person who is listening to my voice right now that they would surrender all to you, Lord God, because we know it will be better than what we can possibly do on our own. Bless each one, I pray. Thank you for your blessings, Lord God. Thank you that we get to be an example for you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thanks everyone for watching. Have an amazing day and make sure you write in the comments if you're watching this on the replay. I'd love to hear from you. God bless. See you Sunday morning, Cedarview Church. Would love to see you here, 10.30 a.m. Don't miss out. God bless everyone. Bye-bye.